Hey guys, welcome to Meetings Made Easy's Destination Debrief Podcast. It's been a while since we've been on, but uh, I feel that you will enjoy our guest. It is Corey Rosenberg with the New York City Convention Bureau, and I also have Maria Zavala, who is our social media director at Meetings Made Easy as well. Hello, everybody. What is up, guys? Air horn, air horn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make that sound for you, but I can't. Yeah, we'll get that in post. There you go. <laughs> so, Corey, I, uh, we we want we love that you're here on the podcast with us because how essentially I see New York living on the West Coast in Las Vegas, and Maria actually living in Manhattan current day. Um, I feel that I view it very differently beyond the West Coast than how Maria views it. And you are in L.A., correct? That's correct. I'm based in Southern California, Los Angeles. Can you believe that? Corey gets to sell New York City from beautiful Los Angeles, California. It's like the best of both worlds. Talk about being coastal. (laughs) It's a a pretty good lifestyle. You know, it's the the modern working age and the modern uh, way way to uh, go about business. Uh, Working for an amazing uh, destination in New York City. Former uh, New York resident as well. Spent the better part of almost two decades uh, in the, the New England and tri-state area, East Coaster by trade, and now uh, get to enjoy the sunshine in Southern California. So I'm very fortunate. Well, thank you so much, man, for being on the podcast. I know you're a, a busy guy. So I want to jump right into it. Um, you know, essentially our podcast and our listeners, our event planners, hotel suppliers, basically anyone in our industry. So our goal of the podcast today is kind of to pick your brain, see what's new, what's coming down the pipeline, maybe to kind of talk about booking New York from an insider. Um, I know there's myths, there's misconceptions, stuff like that. So we'll kind of go down the line. But like where I really want to start is um, being on the West Coast, you know, and I represent a lot of clients that are based on the West Coast as well. So we always see New York as this very intimidating place. And I don't mean to be negative at all. I love New York City. And whenever I visit, I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we always see it as, man, it's it's a long flight from the West Coast. It's very intimidating. You know, a lot of people, it's the best of the best. It's like the crown jewel. It's the big apple, you know, the whole entire world. I mean, New York City is the Mecca, right? So kind of talk to uh, us about New York City. And and Maria, you live there every, I mean, you're there every single day. You live it. Right. I agree. It is the greatest city in the world. Hello. Yeah. I, 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 can, yeah. I concur. I concur. This, this oh, is going man. great already. There you go. Thanks, guys. Okay. East Coast, West Coast. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, Las Vegas. You know I love you. Just kidding. No. Yeah. Um, no. So, Corey, seriously, please, please, please. Sure, let's sure. let's talk about that because I, I I know people think like from what I've you know people I've talked to and the people I represent and you know some people even on our team probably like oh New York you know high rates long flights from the West Coast but sure, I mean sure. I think that is all changed now right you're you're absolutely right and I think there's a there's kind of two two different things to answer on on the kind of question you posed you know the first part is. You know, New York City is a 
you know, when you look at it from a 35,000 uh, point view, it, it is a beast. And that's why, you know, partnering with your CBP partners like myself, or just in general, knowing the locations of the different neighborhoods. When you really boil it down, New York City is a collection of five boroughs. And then when you shrink it even further, we're a collection of individualized neighborhoods. And some neighborhoods are great from a tourism perspective, and some neighborhoods are great from a meetings perspective. And when you dive into that meetings perspective, it's how big is your program? What's the aesthetic? you're looking for what's the price point you're looking for uh you know you know case in point if you're looking at a program of over you know 500 people chances are you're not going to be looking at our more boutique neighborhoods like the sohos and the tribecas and, and whatnot you're going to look to the more uh centralized uh neighborhoods or more core business districts like a times square midtown like a downtown brooklyn even into lower manhattan in the financial district so it, it, it's kind of like you know i i always tell our customers not to get overwhelmed by the size of it uh, we are approaching 130,000 uh, rooms, which puts us right in the neighborhood of uh, your hometown there, uh, Mike, in Vegas. Uh, but we're a collection of about 600 to 650 different uh, hotels and different neighborhoods and different pockets. So we really can get very specific on where we want to be based and where you want to be located. And we help do all the dirty work for you. So we're there to hold your hand and, and assist as much as you need. And then on the flip side of that question is the, the misconception of New York City being too expensive or not wanting your business or any of those things uh, is completely, you know, for lack of a better word, completely out the window. Um, since coming out of the recession almost a decade ago, uh, New York City has been the consistent hottest hotel pipeline uh, basically for the last eight years. So we've opened up almost 10,000 new hotel rooms throughout the entire five borough area. Uh, that is literally, uh, it, it's obviously increased our inventory, which is increased, um, you know, basically your supply demand. When your supply increases, the demand has to keep pace. And so our group rates have steadily reduced or stayed flat. Um, really? so, exactly. So you are now seeing uh, rates consistent with other uh, tier two, and even in some cases, tier three cities, especially during key need times, that New York City will offer better guest room rates, uh, in our opinion, a better experience. And we research shows you get about a 20% increase in attendance just by putting New York City as your destination, because it is the Mecca, as we said earlier. That's a fact. We've already established it. So um, all of that stuff is positives for when you're planning your meeting. You never have to worry about your guest not attending or not wanting to show up, basically. New York's kind of one of those bucket list destinations. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, any type of invite I would ever get if, if for a conference or, you know, whatever program, I as soon as I would see New York coming from, be living on the West Coast, I'd be there immediately. Uh, and that's that's interesting to hear. I, I never thought New York would have need periods. I just thought, you know, where, where I'm based, I think New York is probably a slammed every single day, every night throughout the whole entire year. So I think for our listeners, what would be considered a need period for New York? Sure, sure. Great question. So our true low season, and this has been historic for more than a decade now, even even probably going back two decades, uh, first quarter, Q1, January, February, first half of March, as well as July and August, our true low season in New York. So you can get group rates in the mid 200s all the way under uh, all the way to under $200 uh, seven days a week. Um, and I always put this this caveat in with our meeting planners that, you know, booking early, booking far out when you can, when your customer is ready and when you know is 
always the best policy. It's not, um, I know coming when we were in the recession and I'm a, a hotelier by trade, but a lot of our hotel partners basically taught our planners and taught our transient guests to book last minute. You get the best deal, you get the best rates. That is that is 100% not true. So if you know your client has an annual and they're going to start sourcing again in a year and it's a year and a half, start the process now. If you have that client who's looking six months out, nine months out, start the process now. It, it can really save you a lot of money instead of those inside of 30 days, inside of 90 days when you're really at the mercy for for some of our hotel revenue teams. And, and that's, I think, goes for for all cities out there the longer you can start out the further you can start the process the hoteliers can literally i always like to use the ice cream uh sunday analogy but you're literally (laughs) you know for for, it's the best day i could always think of like that (laughs) pyramid model uh but literally you know our group business coming out of the recession groups would kind of be the, the cherry on top. They, they wouldn't be a prime focus. And now the model is we're seeing, especially in our big brands, 30, 40, 50% of their inventory is dedicated to groups. So you are the new group base in a hotel or new, the new core hotel base in a hotel. So you get those low rates and then everything is piled on top of that as far as your transient, your OTAs, your individual bookers, FIT, all that stuff. So group is, uh, group is where it's at. Wow. Cool. Now, Ma- Maria, I ha- I ha- Maria, I have to switch to you. Living there, being a resident, um, being the social media expert that you are, thoughts on New York City and what is your favorite hotel? Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, I – ooh, that's a tough one. I know, I will right? go – well, I am a hotelier at heart too, and I will have to go. And because of where I live down here uh, by the Battery Park City area, there's the Conrad, New York. And the reason I love it is because it has an amazing view of the water, and they have this amazing drink that's uh, – it's called the Loopy Doopy yeah. Bar, and they branded this um, champagne with a – like a, a nice cream bar thing. And it's just the coolest thing. So I love that place. It's like my go-to um, after I'm done with work. Um, but that's just from, you know, a personal standpoint. Uh, but there are definitely so many great hotels, especially in the Soho area, Tribeca. Um, mm-hmm. The Indigo hotels are some of my favorite just because they're very, uh, they take a lot of the culture mm-hmm. around the neighborhoods, the Lower East Side, the East Village and they just uh, recreate an experience just by walking in. So, you know, I'm, I'm all, I mean, like any other New Yorker in summertime, the rooftops are like the best place to go. And some of these hotels <laughs> just have like the best experiences. So Mr. Absolutely. Purple is like a, a place for me. Like, I love it. They have a pool, the Thompson hotels. I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> and I know Corey, you know what I'm talking I, about. It's I, just why, like- <laughs> why aren't we poolside right now? It's beautiful. It's like all in the, <laughs> the eighties right now in New York. Let's do it. Yeah, you know that's that's exactly what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, but there's just so much to choose from. I mean, honestly, and and to your point, Corey, like the, there's so many different type of hotels coming uh, in the pipeline that are more unique than the last one. So I think that makes it such a you know a great experience for anyone looking to book a group or just come in for you know a quick a weekend getaway. And there are a lot of people that still don't know more about new york than what's you know the typical sort of perception out there so it's i think it's great that we're doing this absolutely absolutely yeah before we we talk about um what's coming down the line in new york city um what i really want to talk about is um 
and I just completely spaced. That's awesome. Awesome. Corey, <laughs> talk about what's coming down the pipeline. I'll come <laughs> sure. back to me. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, it finally happened. Finally happened. You know, I, I totally get it. Um, so no, but um, like segueing from the indigo that Maria just kind of mentioned, there's actually a brand new indigo, which is an IHG uh, kind of baby that's opening up in the Williamsburg uh, section of uh, Brooklyn that'll come online uh, early August, I believe. Uh, but what's going to be great about that hotel is it's going to be uh, a, a primary meeting space hotel. They'll have over uh, 6,000 square foot ballroom. So it'll be great, great again for a few hundred people, which Brooklyn in general uh, general is, is desperately needing. They have a, a great collection, a boutique, and those smaller hotels that are those 200, 250 uh, room gems with, you know, a uh, thousand square foot room. Uh, but the Indigo, the William Vale, the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge are really helping to develop uh, a meetings kind of destination for Brooklyn, which is almost your own second tier city within a tier one location with the airport and the lift and all that kind of good stuff. Um, also, we had that just opened uh, the, the equal or well, I should say will open in the next month is the brand new equal. Equinox Hotel. Uh, that is going to be uh, nearly a five-star hotel. Uh, that's all about that lifestyle and fitness and, fu- and fun. And it's a really sexy, cool hotel. Place a great place to get a cocktail. A great place to see the new Hudson Yards uh, mm. gem that's just kind of opened up in the last few months. Uh, so that is awesome. Um, and then even uh, getting into it is some of our airport properties. Uh, the TWA Hotel. Uh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, TWA. Is, it's an MCR Investors um, Hotel. Uh, traditionally, they're a, a franchise hotel company, but they started with the Highline a few years back. Uh, Highline Hotel, which is an amazing property uh, in basically the meatpacking Highline District of New York. And now they have this brand new TWA Hotel, which just launched uh, about two months ago. And really, it's redefining what it is to be an airport hotel. Usually, you look at these things as just as bed banks. You go in, you sleep for a few hours, you get on your flight. You don't know who's checking in. You don't know where you slept. You know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and and this is actually now becoming a destination that people want to see. They want to spend time. It's over five hundred guest rooms. Uh, it's over, I believe, sixty thousand square feet of meeting space, including a fifteen thousand square foot ballroom. So again, can do you know almost a thousand people for a meeting. And uh, what's great about this property as well is that they won't have the same rooms to space ratio uh, that your traditional Brooklyn or uh, Manhattan hotels do, uh, where they're usually looking to book a third to half of your attendees in their hotel. They will do the programs where it might just be meeting focused in a small crew or staff block. Uh, and you all get to enjoy uh, the kind of Mad Men, Catch Me If You Can, 1960s era um, aesthetic that made the airline experience so pleasurable and so enjoyable and Something that, you know, I, I think, I, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't around the 60s, but something that I always look back fondly of and say, hey, that would have been a- amazing rather than sometimes what seems like getting into a bus on the air from time to time. Um, but great stuff coming down the pipeline on that. Yeah. So uh, anyone out there that has Instagram has probably seen this TWA uh, oh, yeah. hotel because they are doing a phenomenal job. And I mean, I. I want to go see it and I can't believe, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with the audience. Like 
I never really want to go check out an airport hotel, like no disrespect, <laughs> no, but um, yeah. that one I actually do. So next time in New York, I'll stop by, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they have their, they have their own kind of infinity pool that like looks over one of the runways right there. They have a, their cocktail bar that's called Connie, which is an old uh, TWA plant, plant itself. It's about a 80 seat cocktail craft cocktail bar. Uh, that's what? incredible. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's like, Let's put on a suit. Let's pretend, you know, I'm Don Draper and let's go have a cigarette in the lobby. Don't really have a cigarette in the lobby because they're not smoking, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, let's just relive the the golden age of travel. And that's all that this TWA hotel is about. Um, and it's really re- not just redefining the airport hotel experience in New York, but redefining the airport hotel experience nationwide. Because, uh, you know, there's only you can count on one hand the amount of airport hotels cross country that you probably want to go in or have a meeting in or experience without, you know, needing to stay over or something like that. That's so cool, man. I hope that's not a hot take, but yeah, just my opinion. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, so let me ask you this. So if I'm an event planner and I, you know, consider New York intimidating, I don't even know where to start. Why should someone reach out to you? Because this is, I think, predominantly in our industry. Everyone is either uses a CVB and, you know, totally believes in it. Or there's some people I know that either have no idea what a CVB does sure. or how to utilize one. And I'll, get, and I'll just be honest with you, like, Corey, like, to me, New York City is monstrous. You know, you said that you have like whatever, 100,000 plus guest rooms. There's so many different hotels. And what like for me, there's so many boutiques. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, I need to get Corey on the on the line because I need to find out what's new, what's hot, what why I don't want to waste certain hotels time if I send them an RFP. So I feel like that's kind of like the avenue I want to take with this conversation is, you know, why should an event planner utilize you being with the CVB Mm -hmm. um, in New York city? And let's kind of go down that path because I really want our listeners to understand is like, look, New York is amazing. They have so many options to culinary. It's easy to get to. It's a no brainer. Right. But let's figure out, you know, and get them to understand how do you you and why it's the best. Sure, sure. And I think it's all about knowing what you don't know. And I think, you know, as a, as a planner and, uh, you know, you representing your clients and you having to know, you know, no one can know a hundred destinations like the back of their hand. So looping in your CVB partners, we're here to make you that expert. We don't need any of the credit as far as, you know, being the brainchild behind a fantastic program or any of that stuff. It's literally our only bias, biases, bias, I guess the word might be, is that you you book New York City. Um, so that's what I'm here to do. And that's what I'm here to educate and, and basically sell you on and familiarize yourself with and give you the, the most education possible. So when you come to me with your RFP, we usually uh, like to narrow it down to a, f- a few criteria. What's your, your general session peak, uh, number of breakouts you need, number of peak guest room nights that you might need, if you have a relative price point, and an overall aesthetic. So if you come to me and tell me that you need a 100-person meeting, uh, but your client likes classic hotels, they're a big fan of our classic properties, I'm probably going to rec- uh, recommend Hotels Midtown East, where some of our more classic, more contemporary, more regal-style hotels sit. Now, if you on the flip side, you come to me and you tell me my, my client only loves modern hotels and they only have a you know $200 budget in September. I'm really going to press hard to try some of the more modern hotels uh, that are down in the Brooklyn area, 
that are that are maybe some of the newer openings, not to waste your time and not to mass blast the city. That's never what we want to do is, is just send stuff out for the point of sending it this out. It's not the point of it. Our job is to make sure that that the sourcing takes place and that the conversion takes place and that our clients and our planners are as well educated as they possibly can. And I think what blows me away the most is that people feel they have to sign something with you or or you're you have you're going to make some kind of you know you're going to get funded from this but what they don't understand is you're a free we are one resource yep we are a complimentary resource there to assist along the way we are our clients don't mark up working through us or i should say our partners don't walk mark up through working through us we take no commission whatsoever i'm not paid out by the hotels not like you know the hilton over there is paying me out on the table. It's not happening. Uh, so I'm literally here uh, to, uh, as a free service that you are paying as a part of staying in New York City. Your tax dollars go to it and our partner dollars uh, go to it as well. So we're here to best help you in that sense. And Corey, what um, who do you represent you being living in an LA? I think I just want to clear that up so people understand your role and how do you help event planners? Sure, sure. So my territory is from the Rocky Mountains, uh, basically straight west. So I handle uh, anyone, any end client that is based or planner, I should say, based in the Northwest, Southwest, California, uh, Colorado, and the that greater Mountain West area. I am your uh, guy, so to speak. Uh, but we have a regional team that is is basically deployed uh, regionally. So we have a Midwest contact, a Southeast contact, uh, Mid-Atlantic office as well as our home base uh, in New York representing uh, New England and the Northeast. Um, so I'm the West Coast guy. I'm here for all of our friendly West Coast planners. I am, and as I mentioned before, kind of a New Yorker by trade. So I'm here to uh, to help you in your time zone so if you need something at two o'clock on a Friday, you can still reach me and, and vice versa. If you need something at uh, 7 a.m. on a Friday morning, uh, I'm probably at my desk because it's 10 o'clock on the East Coast. So <laughs> we're sleeping in. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Just I'm kidding. I'm texting, kidding. texting from my phone, pretending. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Maria, really quickly, I want you to sell New York City to event planners. What's me? <laughs> Isn't that Corey's job? <laughs> you no, you live there. Let's hear it from somebody that lives there. Or or okay, maybe I don't ask you that question. Or <laughs> is there something Wait that you want to bring up thought. about New York City? <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, I feel like uh, Corey's covered every aspect of what makes New York great from a event planner standpoint. Um, I think what's great about the city is that it's. Uh, we don't think about it when, you know, you're coming from the Midwest or different areas of the country, but this is a walkable city. So you could be hosting an event at a hotel and, you know, just a couple blocks down, there's a great venue that you didn't know existed. And it's, you know, would just take your event to the next level. There's just so much to do in the city for an attendee's experience to just, you know, go above and beyond a conference. And, you know, there's just so much culture, restaurants, uh, things coming up everywhere, you know, especially during the summer. So, I feel like it's just a, a like an overall experience that's not going to be like any other, um, at least from my perspective, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, I uh, agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally agree as well. I mean, I've literally looked at New York City for incentives, sales, kickoffs, citywide. I mean, pretty much anything out there. I think 
is a great option for New York City, right? A- absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we represent almost every sector of business, Fortune 500 companies, mom and pops that are trying to establish themselves, you know, from corporate to association to Smurf business to incentives, as you were just uh, speaking on, Mike. But we really, we do everything. We do a lot of everything. And, and surprisingly, we only, we're not only a big uh, meetings city. Uh, most of the big brand hotels will tell you that 70% of their be- uh, business is 100 rooms or less. So, you know, they're doing a lot of them and they're experts at them. And uh, we think we do it better than anybody. So, you know, <laughs> nat- naturally. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of these things where if you haven't tried out New York in a, in a while, uh, sourcing doesn't cost anything, as they like to say. So yep. give us a try. Give us a shot. You know, again, Q1, summertime, but all 12 months of the year, we're really open for business and ready to welcome your programs. What do you think is the newest or maybe as not even broken ground yet, the, the hotel on the horizon that you just can't wait for or maybe hasn't been announced yet? Is there anything down the pipeline that our listeners should get excited for? Ooh, uh, I mean, you know, the, the Indigo in Brooklyn, I'm, I'm really excited about. The, the one that I mentioned that's opening up in August. Um, I love seeing a lot of these um, – you know, we we have the largest collection of four and a half star hotels in the entire country, or I should say four star hotels. And we actually divide it between your regular four star brands, you know, your Westons of the world and the traditional uh, four stars that you can do. But then we have this four and a half star niche uh, that's really done an incredible job from, you know, your Kimpton branded hotels that are incredible all the way up mm-hmm. to Marriott really doing a great job. Um with their uh, addition brand, we now have two additions in, in the city, one by the Flatiron in Madison Square Park and one right off Times Square, which is a, an incredible hotel. Um, you know, it, it's one of these things where people equate Times Square with tourism or, oh, we don't want to go there because it's too touristy. And really, there's such a great collection of high class and high quality hotels that now sit around Times Square uh, for your visitors to, to go and experience all our cool all are welcoming and there's someone for everyone, something for everyone, basically. Um, so I would, I would say all of those guys and, and really every, every borough, every neighborhood is getting into the act itself. My gosh, man. I'm really excited for the Equinox. I mean, that's just going to take, you know, hotel experience to the next level. I think it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. They have a great team. So it's going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was reading about it and even just like going into the room, the room is going to be designed to just improve your health from every aspect of the room itself. Like it's just, it's going to be really cool. I can't wait to check that out. Can the room type emails for me? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That would really help. You never know with Alexa. I'm sure you can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right. Oh my God. All right. Before I let everyone go, because we, you know, we're hitting that mark. um, Is there a new restaurant or a cuisine venue that they have to go to on their next trip to New York. Ooh, um, sure. I'll, I'll jump right in. You know, I think it's going out and seeing the new Hudson Yards area. Um, and Hudson Yards sits right off of it's basically the far west side, uh, just south of Midtown West, um, and basically sits from 38th Street all the way down to basically like 28th Street 
uh, the High Line runs through it, which is our beautiful elevated park. Uh, but oh yeah. yeah, but going there and really seeing uh, some of the newer stuff. Uh, David Chang just opened up a restaurant called Cowie. Hopefully, I'm not butchering that name. Uh, Jose Andres opened up Mercado Little Spain down there, and so there's you know this is a you know an a elevated shopping mall experience. You know, the rest of the country says shopping malls are dead. You know, Amazon's taking over everything. New York is doubling down on the shopping mall experience from uh, Hudson Yards going in, uh, the Oculus down uh, in uh, lower Manhattan with the Westfield Oculus experience that's been open for a few years now. But you really, you can go in there, you high-end retail shop. Uh, It's for locals and visitors alike. Uh, It's easy to get to. And then the restaurant scene uh, is absolutely incredible in what they're putting in there. So we're we're very happy to see this part just open up basically mid-March. They they officially opened. Yeah, that's a hot new place. Yeah. Still haven't gone, so I see. Damn, you live in Manhattan. You gotta you gotta <laughs> jump on the seven line. I mean, you're you're in Battery Park. Take yeah. the West Side Highway, you're there in 20 minutes. One of the things that most New Yorkers know, it's like once you live in one neighborhood, you kind of just stick to it. I think that's so unique to New Yorkers, and the island is not that big. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I think we're, I, we're only 12 by 10. It, it's very true. I mean, as a as someone who formerly lived there as a local, you have about your 20-block radius that you go and get. Yeah. And I think it's 20 blocks because that's where deliveries will actually deliver to. <laughs> so you got, your, <laughs> you got your Chinese place, you got your sushi place, I'm sure. You know, you got your, <laughs> yeah. your, your Indian place, or, or if you're vegan, or whatever your cuisine of purpose. Uh-huh. You know, there's something for everyone in your own Absolutely. neighborhood. And that's the gem that yeah. you want to find out is really going out, experiencing the city. Even if you're doing an event in Midtown, you can go and experience lower Manhattan. There's no requirement that you must stay in your borough or in your neighborhood or anything. You can really own and make the city your own. And that's as a meeting planner or as an individual traveler. It's it's great that you can literally get in a cab, get in the subway, and in 30 minutes be transported to an, an entirely different aesthetic. Uh, and that's what makes New York City so wonderful. Or take a ferry. The ferry take, system has improved so much. 100%. It can go from, you know, yeah. yeah, from Wall Street to Midtown on either side. It's And it's such a fun experience. I mean, they're not like, you know, ugly fairies. They have drinks and it's, it's all about the experience here. Ab- ab- and I love that. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We've re-embraced our, our waterfront. So it's now, uh, uh, you know, for $2.75, the two, same $2.75 that'll get you on a bus or a subway with unlimited transfers, you can basically go and, and get on a water ferry. You can have a meeting in lower Manhattan and have your, uh, your reception in uh, Brooklyn. You can, you know, wow. stay in Brooklyn, have, yeah. have a, a breakout in uh, the Bronx. So all kinds of great stuff going around and, and there's tourism and things to do in every single borough. Man, see, this is the stuff people need to hear. That's, yeah. I love this, man. This is awesome. See, I, di- I didn't know any of this stuff. Wow. <laughs> you got to come and visit. <laughs> yeah, I know. One day. I just don't like cold. So this will be the perfect this is time. The time. Right, right now, the temperature is absolutely beautiful. I just want everybody to know yeah. that today is probably a perfect Friday. <laughs> it's 100 degrees here. I'm burning. So, yeah. so anyways. There you go. <laughs> nice, nice, cool New York summer weather there. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Well, Corey, hey, man, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Um, how can people find you or reach out to you? Sure. Uh, uh, feel free to email me, crosenberg at nycgo.com. Our website is nycgo, that's G-O, dot com. Text me, call me, happy to. Find me on LinkedIn as well, Corey Rosenberg, and all sorts of ways. Uh, but definitely any questions out there, reach out. 
Uh, and thank you, Mike, to, to you and Maria, to you and your team for being amazing uh, at MME. And, and we always love working with you guys. Thank you so much. And Maria, how do people find you? Um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Maria Zavala, uh, or Wonderluster. That's where you'll see my travels. Um, not much about New York, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to change that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do something over at the Loopy Doopy. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Even though my my handle on Instagram is Wonderluster underscore NYC, I think I don't do it justice. But um, <laughs> digressing. That's all good. Maria Zavala on LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow our uh, social media pages uh, on Instagram. Uh, meetings made easy. Same for uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. We are going to post different uh, tidbits about New York going forward. So keep us in mind. I love it. Yeah. And if you have any questions for meetings made easier, how to get in contact with CVBs, Corey hotels, anything that has to do with the meeting event industry, please email info at meetingsme.com. All right, guys. Well, have a great week and uh, we'll see what we have up in the pipeline for the next podcast. As of right now, we have no idea what we, uh, or what, or who we're going to be talking to or, but, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.